here we go. Borderline Raptors, episode 18, on the way. Kitsch joining, however, not uh, in the comfort of Bermuda. We are in separate abodes uh, this episode. So uh, more to come on that in future uh, episodes. Uh, but for today, it's a, it's a pleasant surprise. We do have a third member of the squad, which I'm going to see if you can figure out who that's going to be through the intro. Uh, but the three of us get together, chat Raptors, Franchise Freddy, 54 tonight, uh, break down the wraps, where they're headed, uh, and what the future may hold as far as future trades, whether we're blowing it up, not blowing it up. So there's that. There's a couple of NBA chatterbox uh, topics with respect to the Nets primarily is the big one around can they stop anybody, where are they going, uh, what the future holds. Um, and then it's right into the Super Bowl breakdown with our our thoughts, our predictions, our prop betting. So lots of uh, gambling chat as usual. Uh, and then right into what drives and uh, AOB. So it is, uh, I will warn you, we had some technology issues tonight with various internet issues in different countries, uh, primarily in basements in Kitchener-Waterloo. Uh, we're not great. So there's a bit of a lag and we end up talking to each other a little bit, but hopefully uh, the editing portion of this uh, minimizes that. So uh, I do apologize for some of that. We will endeavor to get that sorted out. Uh, but the big news is we are launching Borderline Raptors on all our media, digital media platforms. We're big on Twitter. I live tweeted tonight. Um, from my from our Twitter handle uh, at Borderline Raptors uh, on Twitter, uh, we also are big on Instagram. Thanks to our new marketing gem, Abby from University of South Carolina, she is uh, so far been masterful in getting us up and running on social on the socials, as she calls them. Uh, so Kitch has no idea what that means, but the, our social media platforms are up. We're going to start uh, manipulating them to our advantage. Uh, which is going to lead us into getting a good slate of guests coming up here. We're really going to see if we can market that a little bit and and start to expand the listenership. So lots happening uh, on the Borderline Raptors front. Um, so without much further ado, let's get it rolling. And let's see with our little intro here, if you can figure out who is about to come back to the pod. Here we go. Borderline Raptors, episode 18. Come on. The gnome. <laughs> To know me. <laughs> to know me. <laughs> Kitch. Yellow. And much to my surprise, a short 24 hours ago, here he is. To know me. Now, uh, Daniel, first of all, welcome back. But before you say anything, uh, you have heard tonight's rant. And as you know, it's an ode. It's an ode. So I would like to uh, start tonight off with a very quick Deno trivia. So in order to uh, introduce Deno trivia, I'm bringing our very special guest. And here, here is. You may recognize him. You recognize him. Uh, introduce yourself. Well, yeah, he's back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Got it. All right. Now, here's the question. Here's the trivia. Uh, Denny, you've heard the montage intro, uh, an ode to Denno, as we call it. Uh, out of the two people you're looking at right now, not including myself, so Kitch and Johnny, which one, are you t- which one of these two do you believe was capable of putting that together? Oh, that's Johnny. 20, oh, oh. I, I bet the house. The house. Ding, 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 ding. I bet the farm in the house on that one, for sure. Johnny, do you... Do, uh, do you have anything to say to that? Then no, I missed you. <laughs> oh, God. see, well, there's one in every back. crowd. There's one there in every crowd. Go. Okay, all right, Johnny. Is that is go. that any anything else before we let you go back to bed? Oh, he's he's, he's tongue tied. <laughs> all right, thank you. Get out of here. All right, I would, go. I would say then knows my baby. All right, okay, thank you. Go. All right, Johnny Bart, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Deno, listen. Over to you. Welcome back. What's it been? I think we've been four or five episodes without you. So this is uh, this is great. We are. I feel like the gang is back together. <laughs> yeah, Bart. You know, you guys. You guys were great for my uh, paternity. You, know, you guys gave me that one week off. Right. It was amazing. But all I asked for, like, is a is a five year deal, a five year contract, three year contract. You guys basically tell me to pound salt your day to day. I I walk, and all of a sudden you bring in these experts, Brock. Like Brock was amazing, and then you bring in Slacker. Like 
a friend of mine. Like that is tough oh, negotiating. Don't give, away, so, don't give it away who he is. He's not allowed. He's nope. he can't, slacker, he's slacker, right? So I am now back to like all my relationships in my life day to day, right? It's hour to hour, day to day. I'm back on the pod day to day. Thanks for having me back. It's good because we we're next week. We we're bringing in an ex girlfriend. We found an ex girlfriend. We we're going to bring on next week. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, avoid, you avoided that. Good well, job. I think it was. I think it was a parade. It was a parade. Of, <laughs> and actually, I'm not sure that any of them consider themselves girlfriends, but just exes of some sort. Um, you guys have guests for like a year, so you guys are pretty good. <laughs> well, listen, Dano, it is. Uh, it's awesome to have you back. So uh, I say, I say, we dive in and let's. You know, listen. I, t- I take it you saw tonight's uh, spectacle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give us your th- give us your thoughts on the Raps last couple games. You know, watching watching the game tonight again, Freddie, fifty four. Was it fifty four points? Fifty four points. Franchise record. Listen, franchise, franchise, Freddie. Listen, are you guys listening to the interview afterwards where um, they, they asked him about having the record, and he said that whenever he got in the thirties, DeRozan would text him saying, "When are you going to come after fifty one? So he said he actually had in his mind that he was going to go get the record tonight when he, when he was on fire. So that, that's awesome. That's awesome. Wow. So listen, I thought he was getting multiple records. I thought he was, I thought oh. the three record was in, was in jeopardy too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, when, when I was watching the game though, like in the third quarter, they're only, only up a few points and he's going off and I'm going like we're playing Orlando and one of our guys is going off only up a few points, right? Like Orlando was scoring as well. Our, our, our defense wasn't too great tonight. You know, I I was getting frustrated with Siakam again. He keeps shooting the three. He he only took two tonight. He took two the previous game. Um, you know, when do we actually say to him, kind of what the Spurs did with DeRozan, like, you're not shooting threes anymore. You're shooting 25%. He must be hitting in practice. Like, he must be hitting 40, 50% um, in practice and stuff. But he, he he's not doing in the game. They're letting him shoot it. So, I think they got to do something there. So, funny part of tonight <laughs> – Finally, finally back on the pod, and my research is on Freddie V and his poor three-point shooting. Can you believe it, boys? So I'm doing the, I'm doing these stats. I'm doing these stats. So he's like, "Welcome back, Deno. Yeah. Welcome back." Yep, he's 35.1 percent this year. The team's at uh, 37 and a half. He's ranked uh, 130th in the league. In the league. For uh, for percentage, and I'm saying, hey, if we're if we're gonna shoot the most threes, like Slacker last week talked about how we shoot the most threes in the league, we're actually 11th in three point percentage. I thought we'd be actually way worse than that because you know our record was we're, we're now nine twelve, but you would think 11th in the league taking the most, you think we have a higher kind of a higher win rate. So I actually did the adjusted percentages, guys, because <laughs> he went 11 for 14 tonight, so he moved up from 130th yeah. to 85th. To 85th Jesus. <laughs> in, in, one, in one game. So he's now 38, 38.4%. So the uh, three-point percentages are a lot higher this year than last year. Last year we talked a lot about three-point percentages and stuff. Like our team shooting 37.5. That's actually – that's – that's considerably high compared to uh, compared to last year. So it seems like we again we you guys have talked about it like lately we are a, a you know win and die by the three team. Like if if we're not hitting the threes, we're we're not going to win, and that's kind of team we have right now, right? We can't really go inside. I thought they moved the ball great tonight, like especially in that uh, second quarter, a lot of open threes for Powell at like third or fourth pass. I I really enjoyed it. So um, yeah. Nine and twelve guys. We we gotta figure out what we want to do. And I and I'm gonna say it here. When are we gonna trade Lowry? When are we gonna trade him? Get something for him. When are we gonna do it? We're gonna wait till the All Star break, or what are we gonna do? <laughs> okay. Well, let's, 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 first of all, let's tell the truth. truth. <laughs> yeah, tell the truth. Uh, have you been doing a, a solo podcast on your own this whole time? Uh, because that's that. I I wasn't sure you were gonna stop. Like that was a soliloquy. I've been talking. Exit stage left after that. That was. I haven't talked to anyone in six weeks. All I do is talk to myself. Six yeah, weeks. I know. We can tell. Listen, we can tell. I love it. Yeah. Tons, tons to unpack there. And in true uh, Borderline Raptors form, we, you spent four seconds on the guy who scored fifty-four points, and then went into your Siakam rant, which I love. Now you fit right in. Like, welcome back. Now this is awesome. Yeah, you are, we are. What are we going to be lately? <laughs> 
54 to his 103rd in the league, and Siakam sucks. <laughs> That's right. All right, listen, a ton to unpack there. So I'm going to let Kitsch uh, chime in. Kitsch, you, by the way, I, I got to cut you off 15 seconds. Now. We're running out of time already. I got to cut you off. So, Freddie, um, I, I, so, yeah. I did give you guys the lock, the lock of the night. He gets another and two. And there it is. The Raptor record, Fred Van Vliet. This morning I said, get on, get on, Freddy. <laughs> get on, Freddy. And if you look at Freddy's show, old man medium. I did. Your old man medium. Did you see Email. Send her email. Uh, yeah, email her. So the, uh, if, if you look at Freddy's games where he's got 13 or points less, the next game, except for one out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, out of eight instances, he hasn't got less than 20 in the following game. So if he gets less than 13, wow. get on him in that next game. He, he went nine. He went nine. The last game, he went, what, 54 tonight? Before that, 10, then 26, 13, then 21. Um, he had some eights, then 25. He seems to, like, and I think this is why his percentage is so low. He gets these eight, nine, five, ten point games, which doesn't do anything. And then he gets games like this one and games after that that stinker game. So there's a trend with Freddie. Get on the game after the stinker game, and uh, and he will he will show up for you. All right, so... Deno, I'm going to unpack in the order that I heard you say this. So let's start with 54 Freddy. Franchise Freddy. Uh, it, listen, he was awesome tonight. Uh, all around. He, it, I, something did have. He he was from the jump. He just was sniffing it out. Uh, but here's my thing with Freddy. Like last year, I really, I know I, I got made fun of quite a bit on this uh, very same podcast for suggesting that Freddy was borderline all-star-ish. I really, really did believe that. I think he was more consistent game in, game out last year mm-hmm. than he has been this year. He's been flashes, right? Two really good games and then, you know, maybe two stinkers. And all of a sudden he's got a really good game. I think a guy like Freddy, uh, who, by the way, got invited to the uh, USA Basketball uh, tryout camp for uh, the Olympics wow. team, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that oh, was big. Um, but I think he's got he's got to dial in more consistency. Like we need him to be, we really need him to be eighteen and ten or nine, whatever. Eighteen six and uh, eighteen eight and six mm-hmm. uh, every night, as opposed to nine four and two, and then fifty four five and four. Right? Like we that's not. He has to become more consistent. I think to really go to that next level. Now I say next level. Tonight may have been the best game we're ever going to see Fred Van Fleet play. Seriously. I mean, like, I don't know how much more of a ceiling he's got as far as what his skill set has. I mean, I think he's a really good player. Uh, I think he's making really good money for who he is. And I'm not sure it ever gets much better than this. But, I mean, that's not a knock on the guy. I think he's. I think he uh, has earned everything he's gotten. And, you know, we just need – if he can come more con- consistent, I think that's huge for us. All right. Now, the, fr- on to part, the franchise record is a pretty good cap. If you come out of franchise record, that's a good. Oh, that's listen, a good. I agree. That, your, but your best that's what I'm saying. We may have he may have hit ceiling tonight. Oh, for he sure. may have just for whacked sure. his head on the ceiling tonight. I think that's him. Him and Lowry. Like like Lowry has games where like he's got like like nothing. Like tonight he had tonight he had triple double right. But like he has a lot of games where he just doesn't show up. Like he doesn't show up till, till like the fourth quarter or whatever. And it's like we are two best players. You know they they got to show up every night or or we don't win. We don't. We don't win. No. If, if they don't show up, we don't win. No question. I mean, if, if Siakam's going to be the roller coaster that he is, mm. then those two. That's what I mean. Yeah, those two guys have to be consistent night in, night out because we're probably you know. We and then we have to rely on who's the third guy going to be. Is it going to be Siakam? Is it going to be Norm? We're going to talk about Norm here in a second too. Um, but Siakam, like really discouraging tonight because I thought after those last two games, I thought, okay, well maybe this is the stretch. Maybe the, you know, maybe we were all wrong. He was working, you know, he came out and said, I've been work fighting through injuries. I feel better now. And you thought, okay, this, this could be the, and then he, you know, he just didn't look great. A couple times kicked back to your concerns. Like, didn't have a ton of lift on some of those. Like he missed that early layup. I mean, that was a wide open layup that he hit it off the bottom of the rim uh, that you got to make that stuff. If you're, you know, again, that upper, that upper echelon. So my concerns with him there are not, uh, not abated at all. And uh, I'm concerned he is 20. He's missed 23 of his last 25, or it might be 24 now of his last 26. He's missed from threes. Okay. So like that's, that's pretty damning. The, the uptick to that, however, is that in his last three games, he's taken a total of five threes in his last three games. Somebody's clearly in his ear about, uh, when he is to shoot threes, when he's not to shoot threes. So that's a good thing because if he's focusing on getting to the basket, then maybe tonight's a bit of a blip. Freddie took over uh, and he was more complimentary. But yeah, the concerns are are, are valid with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you mentioned Lowry and, and trading. You know, uh, 
I think I'm there with you. I really do. Like, I don't want to be there just yet, uh, but I think I am. Like, again, unless they're, and I keep saying, I said this 10 games ago, but they've got to have, this has got to be a springboard to like an eight and two, nine and one type stretch uh, with Siakam being a stud. If that's not it, then I agree. You have to get something for Lowry. Uh, and, you know, I think I have to assume Masai is, is thinking that. So I am with you, Deno, on on that. I think it's it's either a really great stretch here before the March uh, break or this thing's done. Even even a great stretch, though, like let's say we go win 10 in a row, whatever. Like, are we going to beat like the top four teams? Like we, we are not getting to the conference final. Like I don't I don't think we can go beat two rounds. I, I don't think we can. We can't we can't go pick up anybody. Right. So like, so why can't we get better? Like is, is, what if, what if we get to a point where, where we get, we think we got a, a decent nucleus enough to go and get that guy that maybe takes us to the conference final or takes us to, to, to the run. Like, can we get, a, can we get Beal or like, we do have cap space to be able to pick somebody up if, 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 if it comes out. So can we get somebody that will, that will take us there at a certain point of the season? But I think you're right. I think there's a point in the season where you're going to say, Lowry's gone or we are acquiring somebody, but to, just to ride with this team without any, any acquisition. I agree Then I think, I think that's a mistake. I think that's a, that's a mistake for sure. Well, so listen, as I said, down, like we're after a whole new segment here that maybe is a couple weeks down the road where we are talking about this, but I think just quickly what's out there, like who, who could we possibly go get and not give up something in return that makes this team that much better. We don't have a ton of great draft picks available. If you have to give up a Siakam, a Lowry, or a Freddie to get a Beal back, I mean, how much further ahead are we at that stage? right? And are you going to mortgage the future to then be potentially mediocre with the next guy? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's tough, right? Like, I Of course, I want to go for a championship, but like, I think our team's got to look out like like four or five years, like three, four or five years who do we got to like think of all the pain we went through kind of to get our first championship, right? Like Lowry's an asset and we, we have to get rid of him. We have to. So I agree. Like, I think we're now talking about a franchise that's a little bit spoiled that expects conference championships and championships, right? Otherwise, otherwise it's a, it's a pretty uh, wasted season. At least that's, I'm not saying it's what it is, but I'm saying that's sort of the expectation. And that's, yeah, that's yeah. tough to, li- that's tough year in and year out to, to achieve, right? I mean, you look, uh, you look at the franchises that don't do it and it's, it's plentiful. Um, the only thing is that I don't know that you get a ton for Lowry. Like, what is the team going to give up for him? Like, I, I actually, Kitch and I, uh, during the end of our, our romance, uh, we were talking uh, about, I think Lowry's a perfect fit for Milwaukee. But the question is, what does Milwaukee, what does Milwaukee give up for Lowry? But I, I mean, I think they, they should be all over trying to get him. And then what do we have to take back from a I salary think, perspective? Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I think, I think Dallas, like Dallas is in a funk they don't know what's going on. They they need someone to come in there like like, like a pit bull, and that's one before and shake it up. Like I, I've watched Dallas a couple of times, and it's like what's going on with them? Like they were amazing last year, and they're, they're just sucking this year. Well, like they got a. The working theory is that Doncic didn't come back ready to play. Like he was out of shape, and he's working himself into shape. I think Porzingis mm-hmm. is damaged goods. Right, he's just not the player he's ever going to be that he was in New York, and that's uh, that's a major problem for them. And then if you're Larry, does Larry want to go there? Would they trade him there? I mean, they're not going to win a championship this year. And what do you get? What are you taking Larry for? Like, what are you giving up anything for Larry? Go get him in the free agent market. And they don't have a lot. That team is not very deep. Past those two stars, there's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot of guys in Dallas, right? Say, I'd really, oh. really want a lot of guys on uh, on the bottom end of that. Don't let uh, black belt James Johnson hear you say that. He would not be happy with that comment. They've got oh, nobody over James there. Johnson. Our former Raptor. He was 15, black 15, belt. Black belt team in the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think in, oh, in well, 14 it? years. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> So Mark, yeah, Dan, I, think, listen, I think we're going to, I think we're going to devour. Oh, we are, we are fidgety tonight. Very fidgety session here so far. Uh, all right. Catch go ahead. You want to ask Dano something? Yeah. So get, getting back to the game tonight, Dano. Um, I, I still, mm-hmm. I'm still a believer because we, we got well off of a tendency there, which, 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 which you see the, uh, I still believe that it is tough to beat a team twice. Like, and I've said this all the way through and you could see like, Luckily, Freddie scored fifty because our defense was awful in the first half. There, we we were standing still. Terrible. Defense, we weren't moving at all. It was first terrible. Quarter, yeah. oh, sorry, first half. Yeah. For, so, so I I just think I think teams just have trouble getting themselves 
fired up to play that back-to-back when they've won the first leg. And the team that lost the first leg goes, we can't lose two to these guys. And they come in guns a-blazing. So I, I, I'd like to, at the end yep. of the year, I'm going to do an analysis on what teams back-to-back, it wasn't one-to-one, it was 2 and all by one team. I bet you it's very, a very small number. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I agree. Um, but yeah, let's not, okay. Let's, let's close the book on, on this because I think there's lots to talk about coming up and we'll get into these trade uh, situations a little bit later, but I mean, let's not forget to, it's the magic magic are terrible. They are a very, oh, very mediocre basketball oh. team. And without Gordon, you know, we got to beat them without Gordon tonight. Too, right? So it was a little, it was a little dicey yeah. at the beginning. Right. I was, I was like, Oh God, cause they, yeah, they couldn't defend. I mean, Orlando shot a very high percentage in the first half. Uh, so you probably thought that was going to come to an end, but yeah, they didn't look. Raps did not look great. Thank God for Freddie, first half. Yep. yep. Sorry. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, all right. Listen, we're gonna we are going to move on from Raptor talk, um, and we're going to we're going to swiftly go into the NBA. Not to, not a whole heck of a lot happening around the rest of the league. Uh, so we all uh, we decide that we're going to have one little quick segment each on the NBA. So, uh, Kitch, do you want to do you want to off in your two, questionable two, internet uh, basement? So go ahead, and then I'll, I'll come with the other. Oh, I don't think I don't. I guarantee I'm not talking about anybody's. Uh, mine quickly is the New Jersey Nets. Uh, I am dumbfounded by how little they can defend the basketball. I mean, routinely you look at their box scores and the other team is putting up anywhere between 125 and 140 on that team. I don't know if that's a state. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think you can win that way uh, against any. Like, I think if they were to play the finals right now against the Lakers, I think the Lakers would beat them 4-0. I really, really do believe that because the Lakers are just so disciplined uh, and are not going to let that happen. And it, they're not going to give up 130 a game. And right now it seems the Nets, all they're doing is trying to outscore the opponent. So... I guess my question is, if you're Steve Nash, was it a great decision to go out and get as your lead assistant the guy who's never coached defense in his life, Mike D'Antoni? <laughs> Good question. Good question. Yeah. yeah. That's his mentor, baby. I don't know if that was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got a long history, obviously, but uh, I don't know. Like, I, I think that team, I think they're combustible. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna struggle early on, especially. Like, like any team when you bring in new players, like, like even even back to the Miami Heat when they when they brought that that first year, I remember the, I remember them being ten and ten guys or yeah. eleven and eleven when when they first got all those three guys together, right? Like, there's only one ball, and when you think of those three guys, those are three ball hogs, right? <laughs> like, like three three ball hogs, right? So I think they're gonna um, have to adjust, but I agree they're going nowhere with that defense. Like, you can't. You can't win, you know, games shooting 140. That that, that wizard game was unbelievable a couple of nights ago when they lost scoring 146 points and stuff. Now they, they had a hard note, right? But still, um, I don't I don't see them going far. Just like I, I think someone will just lock them down on D. I would not bet I on agree. them. I agree. I agree. I have not. I'm not saying I won't, <laughs> but I've not yet. I have. I have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. Don't you go so one? Bart, That's it. That's it for me, cool. Daniel. Oh, yeah, yeah I got one. Oh, so, go um, I'm sure you guys have been following the uh, Utah Jazz. So, do you guys know how oh, many games they won in a row? Was it 11? I think it was 11, wasn't it? 12. They lost to Denver for. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, do you know how many games they covered of those during that win streak? I don't, every but I, you know what? I think I followed it enough. I was going to say, every I, game, I, yeah. think, wow. I think it was at least, I was going to say at least 10. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went and looked at it. Every game they covered. So, Bart, you need to get one of those UW students you keep talking about to send you alerts when a team's hot and they keep covering, it allow you to get some uh, some more money. So, they are 15 and 5. They so, are 14 and 6 against the spread. Wow. So I think you're right, Daniel. Like I bet you there's an algorithm out there uh, that you could create that when you see a team win two, three, four in a row, like something goes off and saying, hey, they've now reached this point in the algorithm. You ride it. I'm, oh, that's actually not a bad idea. God, we have a lot of great so, uh, UW <laughs> ideas. Busy. Yeah. Lots, of co-op, so other, lots of co-op students. Some other quick stats. <laughs> yeah. So um, just ran some stats today. So we're, we're, we're about 20 games into the season. 
So away team, home team, away teams winning 48% of the games compared to the home. So again, very similar to NFL that we saw, like home 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 court means basically basically nothing. Um, when you think of against the spread, against the spread, this is some some interesting stats here. Away dogs, this is almost the exact same percentage as NFL. Away dogs, fifty five percent, fifty five percent, and home dogs are fifty one percent. Take the underdog, go hammer the um, away dogs. Um, away teams against the spread, 53%. Home teams, 47%. So away and dogs all day, baby. All right. That's all I got, Bart. Okay. I used that advice three, three weeks ago. That's nice. You know what? I'm sure that I'm sure the listening audience appreciates that. Yeah, three weeks ago, that could have been important for us. <laughs> now you tell me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Replenish the account. Go for it. <laughs> All right, you want mine? I got I catch. So I, I did bring up what do the four and twelve wizards do? Do they do they dump Beal? How do what 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 does this team do for the for the rest of the season? Like I think Beal's gonna be out there. I think I think they have to get rid of him in his prime because that team's not doing anything in the next couple of years. So I think they've got to reboot, get something for Beal in his prime. Um I know the big talk has been the the Warriors and the and the Warriors been talking about maybe giving up Tom, Clay Thompson um, and a couple of young guys and a draft pick, but uh, had that, and then Wiseman has definitely talked about there, which is, is tough to go about. But that that's one that stands out that seems to be hitting the news in the NBA uh, wires is is what uh, what do we going to do with Beal? So, listen, I think there's zero chance. Clay Thompson gets traded from the Warriors till anyone sees what he's got. Like, why would you trade for Clay Thompson right now? And if you, you know, if you're the if you're truly the Wizards uh, trying to rebuild, uh, then you are giving him up for whatever your salary you have to take back. That's hopefully on expirings uh, and a shitload of draft picks. So, which the Warriors do have uh, some enticing options on that front. They got Minnesota's. Uh, top three protected pick for next year. They've got a young guy in Wiseman. So like that, you could go, you could go make a trade for Beal, but I don't think you, give up, you don't, you don't give up Clay Thompson, but God, if you get Beal back to the Warriors, I mean, now you got Curry, Beal, and Clay Thompson next year. Jesus, that's, that'd be some good three points. No, the thing with, um, the thing with the but thing yeah, with the I think you're is, the, uh, is that, uh, so that top three pr- protected pick is Minnesota though. So Minnesota's probably going to finish in the bottom three right. of the league. So they're not going to get that pick, which is, which is a, well, no, no, it's ping pong balls, right? So you don't know. There's no guarantees, right? That could easily get. That could easily end up being the fourth pick that not you true. didn't get. Not true. So you don't know. Uh, this is not the, uh, just so you know. This is an NBA pod, <laughs> not an NFL pod. And like Westbrook has has three years left, so he has this year and two more. I'm I, I'm assuming he's their he's their franchise franchise guy now, and then they build around him. Like they don't got much around that team, like. They have zero defense. That they they have absolutely no defense as well. Let me let me tell you about this team. So here are their starters: Hachimura, Advija, who I've never even heard of, Robin Lopez, Westbrook, and Beal. All right, coming off the bench, you got Bertans making twenty million a year. Is that Alex Len? Did oh. they pick up Alex Len? The Where Raptor. Alex Len. He's back home. He's yeah. back home. They got Lindsay. Yep. So when you pick up Alex Len. When you pick up Alex Len uh, after the Raptors got rid of for seven games, and he's now playing for, he's now put your eight man rotation. Yeah, I would say you're you're building for the future. Yeah. I, would, I would definitely and, say. And, and it's like okay, and Bart, it's like okay. Yeah, the Raptors they really really need a center. Oh, we're gonna wave this guy. <laughs> like, like, like this guy must be useless. Come on. Yeah. So, and I think, uh, listen, from everything I've seen, and I've only seen a couple of games, uh, and they're uh, not even full games, uh, but certainly the talk around most uh, pods or what you read about is that Westbrook is a is is slowly becoming a shell of his former self. He's got flashes, but he's, he can't bring it night in, night out. Uh, his shooting stats are horrific. He he can't shoot the three anymore either, but he continues to shoot it. Uh, so yeah, I think Washington's an absolute blow it up mode, but I don't know. I mean, this is one of those things where they, you know, you don't want to trade Beal and get 80 cents on the dollar, but I think, I think to a certain extent they may end up doing that. Yeah. I think that they got to do something different. They have to, like they're, they're not going to sign them. Right. No. Oh. So trade them. Like not to the Raptors. I don't, I don't want them. 
<laughs> well, you know what? I wouldn't mind them if we could keep Siakam, Freddie, and Lowry and think, okay, well, maybe there's, you know, then you go get another big guy. But yeah, I, I agree. If you get a, yeah, that's, that might be, uh, you know, short sighted. Two sides of a coin. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, catch number two. That's it. I only got one. You guys covered my other ones. Yep, that's it. All right, well, here we go. Uh, Right into our our last NFL Backyard Gambling segment of the 2020 season. So, Kitch, I'm going to hand this over to you to start things up. You're going to recap the standings and then uh, in order from top to bottom. (laughs) <laughs> which will just screw up what I just what we just talked about. Uh, we will uh, make our picks for the game and the total. Those two will be counting towards this uh, this event. All right. Well, the standings going into the Super Bowl. We have uh, we have in third place with a four and ten record of a twenty eight percent win percentage. Is oh, is Dano leads leads the season, led the season, but uh, struggling a little bit in the playoffs. Playoffs. Uh, playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> Only, only one win better at five me? and nine. Playoffs. David Bart, David Bart, thirty-five point seven. The oh. kitchen eight and six, eight and six with a fifty-seven percent win percentage. So kitchen is making money well, in the playoffs, and and I can't, can't really, really cannot. No, be no, caught. no. So, yes, so I did what I meant up. to say. No, no. Each uh, pick rest. is worth uh, three points this week. <laughs> and if you parlay it, if you parlay it, it's worth twenty-five points. <laughs> so everyone's in it. Everyone's still in it. All right, kids. Well, that's you then. All right. So I am. I am going to ride. I. I do believe KC is going to win, and and I think they could even thump them. So I'm going to go with KC, and I'm going to take the under in this one. Even though most of my prop bets are based on the over, I'm going to take the under in the in the in the team total for the game. Okay. So no par- no parlay for you. <laughs> uh, Dale, that's me. Don't jump in there. I'm next. Uh, I'm, next. I I'm, uh, I came, I'm, I'm firmly in second. So I will parlay uh, the Chiefs minus three with the under. Now, I think if you're any kind of sporting man, you would already know that I made that bet right after the last game, and that line was 57.5. This is what you should give me. It's 57.5 for the parlay for 25 points under 57.5 with the Chiefs minus three. <laughs> What is it now? What's the, line? What's the overrunner now? 56. So it is 56. I also got the Chiefs at three and a half. I'm the only idiot on the planet who has the Chiefs minus three and a half. <laughs> uh, Deno? Yeah, I'm um, I'm going KC. I don't, I don't know why. And you know what? Just because you guys hit the under, I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. I'm going to parlay it. I, I am right. Mr. Under, but I'm going over. Going over. Well, you got it to catch Bart. No. You can't. You can't. You can't you catch you with that. Exactly. Twenty five points if he wins yeah. that. <laughs> um, I'm already, wear, right, I'm already so wearing. Let's the let's, uh, let's break it down here. Here's what I don't get. I can't believe it's a three point line. I said I thought it was going to open at five and a half, um, and it opened. I think it opened at three and a half, then went to three, which just shocks me. All of this is around, I believe, the left side of the Kansas City Chief line, which is now somewhat decimated. Uh, the guard and tackle are both out. Their starting guard and tackle are both out. Um, so, I mean, I, listen, I'm not saying that's not cause for concern. However, I think it totally discounts the rest of what we've seen from that team uh, in the last couple of games, and specifically the last game. And I just think, like, I, I think you're betting on the best quarterback here. And cl- he is so clearly the better quarterback uh, that I'm just, I'm, I'm amazed this line is what it is. I hate the fact that I've liked it from day one. I didn't have to do this a moment of thought, which means Tampa Bay is probably going to what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Uh, the opening snap will go over Mahomes' head through the uprights, and that'll be a quick 2 nothing Tampa. And then, and then that's probably it. And it'll be 62 to four will be the final. Um, so, but I'm, yeah, I don't, there's, there's just something I don't understand. So I will, uh, I'll be betting the better part of the next three uh, months mortgage. Uh, on this, on this Chiefs team, they uh, they uh, I, I think like the, the quarterback, the quarterback situation, in the playoffs. Bart Brady, he's been there. Like he's been there many times. I, I you can't you can't discount him and say, 
his arm strikes out. Like you, you disliked Tampa Bay at the beginning of the season. You disliked their over under total wins. You dislike you disliked the win in the NFC division they were in, and they've defied they've defied everything. So you've never oh, been a fan of them this year. Hold, but I hold think on a in, a, in a big game. Hold, hold on, on there. a second. What I said was, as I'm betting, I'm going to lay the three points when I get this significantly better quarterback. Are you disputing that Mahomes is not head and shoulders better than Brady? In most games, yeah, but in a Super Bowl, I'm thinking no. Okay. What? I think in a Super Bowl, I think in the Super Bowl that Brady has been there, he's got the experience of it. He'll they'll do something to there'll be something to, and I'm still betting KC, but they'll do something to slow the game down to not to not give not give Mahomes as you many snaps as he wants to. I hate to Star Trek you here, but that's your thinking is illogical. Gentlemen, by coming after me, you may well have destroyed what slim chance you had for your survival. The logical thing for you to have done was to have left me behind. In this game, he's not head and shoulders better. Like if I could just like Spock Vulcan grip you in, on the neck and just make you go quiet, I would do that right now. If I could do that. Holy Jesus. I, I don't like Spock it. I don't grip. like it because I'm not one of those guys. I hate sci-fi. But Jesus Christ, that doesn't make any sense. He is Deno, tell me, tell me Mahomes is head and shoulders better. Oh, it's not it's not even a contest. Like I think I think people because Tampa won that last game, does everyone remember the last possessions by Tampa? Like like Brady's like three interceptions and they, they were they were bad. Was it the last three possessions? Like, oh, three picks, you're right. Three picks. Yeah, three picks, right? And again, the the commentators are saying, Oh, the you know, the the one's a bomb, it's like a punt. It's like, no, it was second down. Like <laughs> they're just trying to stick up for Brady or something. But like I think that, that Brady did have a good game and then he kind of threw those picks, but like Green Bay still should have somehow, I think, pulled that game out. Um Brady had a good half. Brady had a yeah, good like, half. I, yeah, yeah, he did. He did have a good half. He did have a good half, but like he did, he did not close that out. He could have closed it out, and then and then Rogers couldn't close it out. Right? It was it was very odd. I thought I thought he back and forth, touchdown, touchdown, and it wasn't right. So, um, who is the better defense? Uh, there's no, there's not a lot of defense. Tampa's defense has has stepped up um, in, in the games that I've that I've watched, but. KC, I think, is a very like is yeah. I agree, Bart. I thought, I thought that's probably like four and a half, five, and uh, came out three and a half and went to three. I thought it'd go the other way, but for some reason, the betting public wants to bet on Brady, right? So, not to suggest that we are educated betters by by any stretch, but as I've said to Marcotte a number of times in Vegas, there's a mistake on the board. This is the mistake on the board. This line should be five and a half or six. I guarantee it. So I, I just think you get the best quarterback uh, at a discount. You bet it. You just take your chances on that one, Deno. Yeah, Bart, I got your back on this. Sorry, Kitch. Like Brady, I think people Thank forget. You. You, Deno. I think people forget that Green Bay game. The last three possessions, I believe, Kitch, were all interceptions by Tampa. Is that true? Yep, it was. Well, until they took a knee. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't yeah. Throw so I just I just think you go like in football you go with a better quarterback. Um, agree, Bray's got more experience, but Mahomes Mahomes got a ring, guys, and he's been to two two conference uh, three conference finals, right? He's 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 young, he's hungry too, he's hungry too. So um, that means Tampa wins by at least thirty. So I listen. Uh, I agree, but that's a nice segue uh, into. The big part of this segment, which is our backyard gambling segment, is the prop betting. The probably the best game of the year, probably my favorite game of the year because of the prop betting alone. So, uh, we we all were asked to do a little bit of research, and we're going to go through just ones that you really really like. It doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be two each or five each, but there's there's few that you really like, and we don't have to dissect each one. We're just going to throw for the betting public. We're just going to throw them out there. So because we were talking about Mahomes, and here I think is an absolute lock. It's, it'll be the biggest prop bet I have. It is now, Mahomes, and again, because I bet it so early, it was 19 and a half Mahomes over rushing yards. Uh, it, the over under was 19 and a half. It's now down to 18 and a half, which I don't understand. So if you believe oh. in the theory, and I'm just going to break this one down. If you believe in the theory that the defensive line is going to wreak havoc on Mahomes, then he's going to, he's not saying he's going to get sacked seven times. He'll be fleet of foot. He'll be well rested. He'll be moving. The over right now, 18 and a half. If, you don't, if you're going to make one bet this weekend, that's the one you make. 
Um, so Bart, I bet, I bet this Catch. last night, it's and it's over thirty-two. <laughs> oh, I, I bet Mahomes so. rushing yards over thirty-two. I bet today one hundred three. Oh jeez. <laughs> I bet it at one minus one twenty over really? eighteen and a half. Wow! <laughs> wow! Bart, Bart, yeah. was that, was, yeah, you got Bart, a deal. Was that the you got a deal. Yes, I did. I know. I'm now going to validate. You keep going. You're actually the first half. Validate. Yeah, and I'll show you a screenshot. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, could have been. Could have been. Maybe it was last week. I don't know. <sighs> I got the one I like that I put a fair bit of money on today was. Uh, Two, two of them, one being the Chiefs to score m- more points in the second half and overtime than the first half. I find these teams start up a little defensively in the first. It was minus 160, so the juice was the juice was a little little steep there. But I just think I think that teams sort of get get comfortable in the first in the first half and then really light it up in the second half. Um, so that was my my first. The other one, I, I've been all like all, all minor geared towards the Chiefs. I have the Kansas City Chiefs to win both halves. That was plus two two thirty five. I think that's a pretty good Kansas City to win the first half and the second half at uh, at plus two thirty five. So that, that was a, I thought that was some decent juice in there. And I did have a and I did have what I what I won last year, so I bet it again in the Chiefs this year. I have the first half tie, and then the Kansas City Chiefs winning the game, and that was sixteen to one. And that was the one I hit that last year, so I had to go back there and do that again this time. All right, so you you, were, you gave all your picks at once. I thought we were going to three. Horn. I, I, so go ahead, go ahead, Deno. Okay, yeah, give three. So um, MVP, um, I like Hill or Kelsey at uh, at ten to one. I think Mahomes is just going to go to one guy, and they're, they're going to have like seventeen receptions. I think it's going to be Kelsey. Um, so I like that one. Um, anytime touchdown score, Kelsey minus one sixty five. That guy is a TD machine. Like that should be minus two fifty, I think. So I like I like that one. Um, and then something I always bet, and it's because the one time I we bet it, kids, we bet this a long time ago. Who uh, who the first touchdown score when Ben Roethlisberger got that touchdown? <laughs> I think we had him at like twenty five to one. So first touchdown score yeah. Tampa Brady sixteen to one. First touchdown score Casey Mahomes nine to one. I like those ones so far. After you, Bert. All right, uh, and so, so we are, so we are crystal clear, as I find it right now. Uh, this I can confirm: Patrick Mahomes over player rush yards, eighteen and a half. Whoa. Can't see that. But is that is that wow. your bet, or is that still the line? Minus one twenty. That's that's the live line. That's my wager. Yeah. So what's, I've made what's the wager? The current, I've, I've made the, the wager. I made the wager twice. Oh, there's no way it went up that quickly. Anyways, can I just tell you? So I'll look that up too. But wow. my next one that I really like, and it's this is a long shot one, but I bet the Chiefs to win every quarter at nine to one. So I'm not. I mean, that's just that's I'm going for a little bit of value there. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily a lock. I wouldn't lock that one up. But I like the value of them just steamrolling. There's only one team's going to steamroll here, right? So they're the only ones high. who can steamroll and just this run this high. What happens if it's good. like seven that's seven? Oh, what a terrible odds. I think I think I lose. I think I lose on that one. They have to win. <laughs> they have to win each quarter. <laughs> he lots of safeties, Bart. Yeah, listen, that's why it's called gambling. Why it's called gambling. <laughs> uh okay, and then the so I catch along your lines and then I'll I'll go back to you. I did tie tie, which is I do every year, fifty to one. It's never happened. The history of the Super Bowl, it's never happened. Tie tie. But it's fifty to one. That's not bad. We're only at Super Bowl fifty five, right? You're due. It's bound it's to happen. Uh, and then, oh and then I also went. Uh, I went tie. I went tie first half Chiefs win at sixteen to one, and then tie first half Tampa win at twenty to one. So there you go. I need a tie. It basically, if I get a tie, I'm in good shape. At the at a tied half, I'm laughing. So do you want my two more now? Two more for me. Yeah, remember yeah. after I'm done talking, right. I, it's over so to you. Two more, two more I'm going to add here. I, I do like um, the longest field goal in the game, over 47 and a half yards. That KC kicker kicked 65-yard field goal. So if they get anything around midfield, 
I do like the longest field goal over 47 and a half. And, and that was, that was minus 115. So it wasn't terrible. And the, the other one, it's minus 185, but I think this one will come into play for sure. It's will the chiefs get a successful fourth down conversion? I think they will try a numerous amount of fourth down tries in the game. And oh, uh, yeah. I think they're going to get one. So, so I, uh, I do like that one as my, uh, as my two, as my, as my second one there. I like, yeah, I like both those actually. I like, I like both those a lot. Andy Reid's so aggressive. I like that one. Yeah. Okay. My next three, Bart, you are going to love these. I got a couple of these off of, uh, off of Bodog. For those that are on Bodog, you can bet on the weather. You can bet on, um, how long Kitch has got to quarantine for. You can, like, you can bet on basically anything on Bodog. So, first one. What will the longest score of the game be? I love this one. A TD or a field goal? That's a that's a great bet. Yeah. I love the TD, but Kitch. What are the odds? Uh, on that? TDs. My, yeah, TD must be better yeah, odds. Yeah, just right? slightly low. My, minus one twenty-five. Hmm. So, next wow. one. Next one. I love. I think this next one. You get the mortgage out. Like Bart, get a fourth, fifth mortgage out. Oh, how how many that? times will Belichick? be mentioned over one over one time minus 310 like you can't tell me it's, it, it's oh. like i'm gonna put i'm gonna put some money on that i hate i hate minus 310 but come on as if they're not gonna mention his name oh, more than once that is free <laughs> that is free it'll be one of those things well Bill Belichick used to tell me when Brady like oh, it'll be one of those oh, for, for sure. sure yeah oh that's that it's is free money be- that is Memory free lane. money. And now this one, Bart. I know you're. I know you're gonna love this one. This one. Will there be a wardrobe <laughs> malfunction <laughs> at halftime? <laughs> Wait, who's the halftime show? Who's, who's the halftime, halftime show? What's the yes? The weather. The weather's doing. Isn't it? The weather's on. The yes. The yes. The yes is plus nine hundred. Oh, uh, the. Uh, oh, it's um. Not the uh, weather. Uh, the weekend. Weekend. Yeah. The weekend. The weekend's on there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the weekend weather. The weekend or, weather's doing it for fun, guys. Yeah. Go do. Is it the weekend doing it? Yeah. Or is it? Uh, yeah. Scarface. Weekend. All right. So, so for fun, go to bodog.com and just go on another props. They they have about fifty props just at the halftime show. Who who be on stage? Like you can bet if Drake's gonna be on stage. You can bet like you can bet on anything. It's unbelievable. I I you know what. I love that, and you know what? Uh, and for our listeners, when you go to Bodog, mention BLR and and get a one percent discount on your first five dollar deposit. So that's the, that's a new promo we've got. Um, all right, listen, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you my last three that I like, uh, that I think actually are locks. These are locks. All three are locks. Field goals under three and a half is minus one fifty, but there's no way there's four field goals in this game. There is no way there's four field goals. Uh, punts. Under six and a half, minus 160. There is zero chance there are seven punts in this game. And I may say that not necessarily because it's a high-scoring game, but just because I think in between the 40s, that's four-down yeah. territory for these yeah. teams, right? They're going to they're gonna press their luck. Both these coaches uh, press their luck. Uh, so I love, that. I love those two. Uh, and then the last one, now hear me out. I said it was a lock, but trust me on this one. Cameron Brait. To score the oh, first touchdown, oh, forty to one. Spend I got Gronk. I got Gronk. I've already, I've already got Gronk. That's two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars coming my way if that hits. Trust me. Oh, sorry. We're not. Yeah, for one it hits. One it hits. All right. That's, listen. That's all I've got. For, well, I have more, but that, I'm not all I'm going to bore the uh, the public with. Catch anything else for you? Any other ones you no, really? I like? don't think anything else really stood out. No, nothing. Nothing like that. I got Tom Brady throwing interception at minus 167. So, book that. Really? The great Tom Brady to throw an interception? Wow. Yeah, he's already thrown seven seven so far in the playoffs, hasn't he? Okay, Bart. I (laughs) I could have swore it was seven. I I got three more quick ones because I I love Bulldog. Okay. Go ahead, Dan. Take your time. Successful two point conversion. Yes. Plus two thirty value. Yes, Bert, give me a yes. Nod. I know, but listen. Uh, so I saw that one today too, and you know what? Cousin Sal on the Bill Simmons podcast talked me out of it. 
uh, he, <laughs> it's fool's gold. It, it, yeah, it doesn't. Apparently, it does not happen as often you think, but everyone thinks it does. Oh, it does. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's an okay value. Yeah. But you kind of need something. I mean, already you need you need something wonky to happen, right? You need a missed goals. extra point. Yeah. You need a bunch of field goals. Yeah. You need yeah. So you need yeah. kind of something off. All right. Yeah. I, I would head try. You know, there's a way you could probably place that bet where it's borderline a hedge, but you'd still win whatever other bets you make too. So look into that. Do some research on that things. one. Okay. Um, will both teams <laughs> score more than seventy six points to break the Super Bowl record? Four to one. 76 points. Oh, four to one. That's four to a good one. one. No, I like, you know what? For, for value, I like that. I actually do, do like that. I don't because then you end up, you kind of cheer, you're cheering. Sometimes you're cheering for points, but you don't want Tampa to score. And so it kind of wrecks your, kind of wrecks the game for a, from a fan standpoint. <laughs> no, kitsch. You just, yeah, it does. But I think it's one of those things where you, you, you bet it. I think you bet it and tuck it away. Yeah, tuck it and away. And then when it hits, you go, oh, yeah, I got that too. <laughs> tuck it away and say, hey, guys, Tuck that one away. I mean, that's a tuck really away. Bet. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and the last one. I think Kitch will, <laughs> will have the best insights on this one. What will happen to the price of, oh. bit, of Bitcoin during the Super Bowl? <laughs> during the game, like, will Bitcoin go up? Minus 150, go down, plus 110. It's got to go up, Kitch. Good lord, that's ridiculous. Can you, you can it. bet on it. I can bet on it. it. That's ridiculous. You know what? I don't know. You listen. Uh, you need a. You you might need a macro event. You might need a macroeconomic event to take place during that. Like if a bomb goes off yeah. during the Super Bowl. Yes, I think Bitcoin exactly. goes up. Lock yes. it in. Lock it in, Bert. If if Trump if Trump were to die during the Super Bowl, I think it goes down. <laughs> that's deep. That's deep. Those there are the two spectrums. <laughs> That's all I got for. Interesting. I think I might lay off that one. I may lay off. <laughs> all right. Well, I think. Listen. I think that concludes. That will conclude our our last uh, backyard NFL version. I don't know what we're going to do after this because it's, it's really, it's really tough to continue to bet <laughs> to keep people interested on we can't get basketball lines unless you're ike you can't get basketball lines out early enough um and golf i think i don't know if we hold the odds attention with weekend week out golf uh prognostications so we'll have to have to think this one through yeah. we'll be back to this one uh all right listen i think that uh where does that take us into i think that takes us into uh what drives it yep is that right miss Okay, well, listen, Deno, uh, in, in honor of you being back, uh, I think it only makes sense that you're first up for, for what drives. Assuming, assuming you have. Yeah, I, I, I have two quick ones. And I was just, again, like, you're kind of stuck in your house. Like, what can really <laughs> drive you crazy? What's what drive you crazy lately? We've been getting some food delivered. And the food delivery person is, like, basically against our door, like, r- r- ringing the doorbell and, like, against the door. And I'm, I'm like, okay, uh, move back. They go on and they open the door. They go, "Hey, how?" And they're reaching to give it to me. It's like, do you know a pandemic's going on? Like, <laughs> ring the doorbell, go back ten feet. Like, are you a complete idiot? So that was kind of my first one. Like, just the basics. And then when I was listening to the pod a couple of weeks ago, I actually, remember, I think it's only six feet. I think, I think it's only six feet. You have to go back. Well, twelve feet in Baden. Baden, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot, a lot of bad stuff in Baden. Bart, a lot of bad stuff. Okay. <laughs> So I think this was like last week, and I was so upset. Again, we always talk about the coach's challenge in basketball, but I'm I'm still pissed off at, at Nurse. So there was a play in the third quarter where Lowry drew a charge. Um, I, I can't remember who put it in. It, it was an and one, a three-point play. Like Lowry, Lowry was there. He was there. They They don't challenge it. They don't challenge it. And then they wait like two minutes later – to do a challenge on like an, an out of bounds call or something. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, that's three points. That's three points. And I know the refs hate Lowry, right? They, they are not giving him anything. You guys mentioned a couple weeks ago, they give him nothing on a coach's challenge. You got to play it by the book. You got to ignore the player. Right. And it's like, why, why wouldn't you, yeah. that's three points go on the board instead of a possession. Like that just, that's just so, it's just so stupid. It drives me crazy. 
Uh, well said, and I told you know what? It's crazy on a, on a challenge that can happen. But you're, but they do these. Listen, there's a breakdown. There's a proper U of W student breakdown of referee trends here. Then he, like, it, the NBA refereeing actually. You know what? I don't think I've ever uh, really locked into it until sort of this year. The, the NBA refereeing is kind of a joke. I know people are going to be like, you're just figuring this out now. I think I always knew it, but man, it just seems very obvious that it's kind of a joke. The way they blow the whistle after they see something, the way they blow the whistle after a ball doesn't go in, they think it's going to go in, but then it doesn't go in. So they call the foul. It's like, yeah, that, that there's a, there's a cleanup that needs to be done. There's a reckoning with NBA referee that needs to be, that needs to be handled. Uh, Kitch, do you want to, sure. uh, I don't think I, I will say too. you're right with the Lowry. Like he had, he had two, pretty obvious char- uh, charge calls tonight and they they're not giving him that charge anymore or that, that or the the charging foul anymore at all like he's getting he's getting nailed the block foul and he's getting he's getting creamed oh. when he's getting these two so they've given up Hammer. they've given up on those all right so what drives me crazy one very short thing and then and then a bit a bit longer one um so what, one thing that kind of drives me crazy is uh i get so i got back from my bermuda stint uh got off the plane so I, now i'm now i'm spending i'm day three now i think it is or day two of uh, quarantine in my basement so i got 14 in 14 days in my basement and my roommate gets to go back and day one he's got got a tea time at 9 30 in the morning and then he's playing tennis with the guys so he's, it's it, i just it it drives me crazy how different the countries can actually be and how they how they perceive what to do with you when you uh when you uh come back from from a, a foreign destination <laughs> but anyway so my my <laughs> foreign <laughs> my reel drives you crazy this week. So this 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 came out basically today in the media. So what Canada is now realizing is that other countries are not overly concerned that can, that Canadians get vaccines before their own countries do. So last summer Trudeau announced that that more than he had spent more than 125 million bucks to upgrade this NRC facility to produce, produce vaccines domestically. And at the time, he said this, this could produce hundreds of thousands of shots starting in November this year. So I guess the, the project ran into problems with the facility. They didn't have good manufacturing practices. So now he comes out last week, says they're now working on upgrading this facility that was supposed to have, have vaccine in it for us in November. The, vaccine, the facility is going to be built by July. And then they figured that by later in the year, you'll get your first batch of batch of vaccines. And then what the what they've said is is that you will get four no two million people vaccinated two million people worth, worth of vaccines per month. So you extrapolate this out. That means 12, 14 months from let's say November. So you're looking two thousand twenty three if we follow this process in Canada for for a vac, for a vaccine. Trudeau has looked like a complete buffoon when it's come to this in the media and now this 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 thing right here is they didn't they had the facility they didn't get the facility built in november and now it's going to be july to get the facility running to to produce this uh, vaccination so uh trudeau who i who i think is kind of a bit of a puppet is driving me crazy in this situation wow okay wow. very non-political pod uh, we, we may have uh, we may have crossed the line. We may, we may have crossed the line. Or you know what? We may just have uh, increased our right wing Republican <laughs> <laughs> listenership. They're gonna love that. They don't know who Chodo is or what a facility in Canada looks like, but they're gonna love that <laughs> shit down here. Love it. Uh, okay, well, listen. Uh, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and be quick, uh, even though it's, it's kind of a long story. Uh, so I'm out having a beer. This is uh, last week. I'm out having a beer um, at Doc Sires in Bermuda. A little shout out to Doc Sires. My, my home. That's my home pub. And we're sitting outside because that's what you do during pandemics. I don't sit inside. Uh, and up comes uh, to our table uh, this guy, and he's got like a chamois or shamwow, whatever it's called, uh, on his shoulder. And I'm like, okay, well, let's, here we go. Like I thought it was a hand. I thought we were coming. It wasn't a handout. The guy comes to me and says, uh, listen, I just want to let you know, I've recently lost my job. Uh, and while I'm taking all these courses and I'm doing all these government uh, funded uh, initiatives, 
to help me try and find a job, I'm washing cars across the street in the in the marketplace uh, parking lot. Uh, and so he tells us this whole story. It's actually quite the story was quite compelling. So I mean, it's a, so my buddy that I'm having a beer with, like we're kind of like, oh, well, you know what? That was a pleasant change. Like instead of just like asking for the the handout, uh, you know, he, gets, he says, listen, here's what I'm doing. But I'll, like, I'm going to provide a service. So his name's Dane, D A N E, Dane. And I said, Dane, listen. I said, you know, kudos to you. Blah blah. blah. I said. As a as a as a token of my appreciation and a, and a down payment, here's fifty dollars on my car wash that I'm going to come and get tomorrow. I can't do it now, but I'm going to give you the fifty bucks because you said. And he's like, I'm there every day from nine to twelve. Blah blah. blah. So I'm like, yeah, awesome. I said, you just have to remember me. Obviously, when I come in, you're not going to say. Right, here's the. He's like, yeah, no problem, got it. My other buddy goes, listen, I'm not going to give fifty bucks, but I, but I will also be there tomorrow. So. <laughs> uh, and we leave cordially. We shake. Well, we don't shake it. We bump fists. And you know, it's a good news. It's a good news story. Until the next morning at nine a.m. when my buddy, uh, I got a text. My buddy saying, "I am at Dane's parking lot. Uh, there is no Dane." <laughs> I said, "Well, you know what? He said nine. Maybe he meant eleven, right?" So uh, I go back seven more times with the next three days. There's no Dane anywhere. Dane and the chamois are missing. <laughs> I was like, mother fucker. So I sent my buddy a text and I said, are you like, I said, like this is the seventh time I've been there. I said, do you think there's any chance that after Shane left our table, he laughed himself to death and he was, was unable to do his, his job at the, at the, we killed him because we actually gave him the 50 bucks first. He just couldn't believe he got us. So, you know what, you know, what's driving me crazy is people taking advantage of me. How dare they? My good nature, the good natured soul that I am, that's someone can take advantage of me in that situation. Son of a bitch, Dane. You know, I don't know if Dane knows this, but Premier's a small place. I'll find you. Well, I'll it was shocking that Dane. Dane found that chamois thing on the street, picked it up, made a hundred bucks, and threw the chamois away. So I was, yes, why is it him? <laughs> Told a great story. Came with a quick story, yeah. too. Quick story on it. Yeah, good for is Dane. Dane a follower on the uh, podcast? <laughs> Well, if he is, I, I will unsubscribe him. If I find out his, his handle, I will unsubscribe him. We can't afford that. We can't afford that, Bart. All right, listen, we are wrapping up. Uh, a- That's true. I may have to keep him. May have to keep him. Uh, AOB. Uh, so listen, all I'm gonna, my AOB is quick, and I'm out of here. It's just going to be uh, a prelude to next week's pod, where our segment of the Kitsch and Bart uh, three-week uh, gathering in Bermuda, we're going to break it down a bit. We're going to break down the gatherings, uh, what uh, what we liked, what we liked a little bit less, and what, what we'll do differently next time. So that's uh, that's my AOB. So to get ready for that so next part, I'm, right. I'm on the next time. Like the next time this trip happens, I'm in. Maybe three of us, though. Okay? Maybe three of us. Oh. Okay. Deno. Yeah. Yep. You know what? 100%. Deno. 100%. Johnny will be thrilled. <laughs> and, we're, and we're leaving Friday. Uh... Okay, Kitch, assuming you're still with us and you haven't crapped out for like the 19th Jesus Christ. I'm still here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then AOB it. So I got, uh, I got one thing that we brought up last night. The, uh, the uh, tennis line. So you're watching this, I'm watching this Australian Open, and, oh. and the, uh, they now have automated uh, tennis line callers. I think, it's about time. Like, is it ever running slick? There's no challenging. They show they show the video right after if it was a close call just to verify that it was out. And uh, yeah, uh, I think we have seen the last tennis calling tennis matches at at big events. I know there's a cost to it, and in smaller courts you can't probably put it in, but but on the major courts we don't need it anymore. And I think this is just a prelude to removing the umpire in baseball. Why have a guy calling pitch? Why why have a guy calling strikes and, and, and like just make it make it automated just like they did with tennis and that's the wave of the future. So first time we saw it, we talked about it a few times in the pod, but uh, makes total sense and it's working. It's working. It's working quite well. I, I, like it's, it's it speeds the game up, which is what they're trying to do with with tennis. Uh, listen, I couldn't agree more. Uh, it, it's great. And well, yeah, because you just can't have five hour matches anymore and all that sort of shit. Not this takes off a huge amount of time, but uh, I agree. But just as a quick correction, not the Australian Open, ATP, ATP Cup, Australian Open starts next Sunday. Next Sunday. So same, same, venue, same venue. Same venue. Thank you. I agree. 
It is the same. Correct. That is correct. All right, Dan, are you going to AOBS and then take, take us home? home. So, uh, boys, if you recall, uh, one-year anniversary, boys. Jamaica was a year ago. I Can't know. believe it. Kobe's death. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Kobe's death. One year. Oh, no, my, no, no, no. My death of getting married, right? All, all those things happened, guys. All those Lots happened. happened. Lots happened. Though. All those deaths. So, 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 boys, like. I, I agree. You know what? There were two deaths that weekend. <laughs> yeah. So, boys, I've been listening to the pod, right? You guys had this conversation around can Fred Van Vliet dunk? And uh, Slacker sent me, uh, sent me some information, a quote from Fred Van Vliet. Only thing I haven't done is dunk yet. I dunk in the summer every once in a while. It's got to be like a certain amount of night um, degrees outside and the gym's got to have the right humidity. I don't know if you'll see it for me this year. Don't hold your breath. So he can dunk and boys, I actually researched it. You guys were, you guys were asking if Lowry can dunk Lowry dunked in the 2015 all-star game. Do you guys remember that? They actually almost put like a red carpet up for him. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and he, yeah, and he dunked. I actually, I actually Googled it and stuff. So Lowry can dunk. Freddie, I don't think we've seen it in the NBA yet, but in the summer league, he does it. So I call bullshit on Freddie. Bullshit on Freddie. I want to see. I want to uh, see a video. I want to see a video, Freddie. Uh, I can't. It, I can't see him getting up there and putting it down. We'll hunt it. Now, Kitch, correct me if I'm wrong, but did 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 Slacker not read that same stat? Did he not read no, that no, in the pod last week? Was that did Slacker not say that in the pod? Yeah. Oh, he did. No, I did didn't. Did you read it to you, me? You probably oh, read, read it yourself, and you're drunk and juicy. I think you read. I think you read it. You read. Oh, I think uh, we read. I think we read it out loud night. last uh, last Friday night. I think we read it before three thirty a.m. I can't. I, you know I can't wait for next week to hear your. You guys have a top ten each, and and Bart, it's remember what we had where like you can say whatever you want one time, and the person can't take it personally. <laughs> that's that's what it's got to be. Festivus to the rest of us. Yeah, festivus to the rest of us. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, airing of grievances. I agree. <laughs> Don't leave me that. All right, listen, Deno. Great having you back. We got to get out of here. So, uh, let, why don't you close up with uh, with our call sign? Take it away, Quack. Kawhi up top looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win. Ha, 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 ha.